Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're going to do an episode called Dinosaur Cookies. This episode was suggested by a listener named Kurt who is three years old. Kurt wrote in, or probably had his parents write in or something like that, to say that he'd like an episode about a triceratops eating a chocolate chip cookie. Once again, we put that in the story-making machine, my brain, and uh, this is what came out. Now, if you, like Kurt, have a suggestion for the podcast, you can write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com or put it in the Google form, which you should be able to find below. Anyways, time to get the story started. As usual, just get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up in your bedroom. You get out of bed, stretch, get dressed, and spaceship flies up beside you. What would you like to do today? Spaceship asks. Eh, I feel like going to the dinosaur planet, but uh, maybe not alone. Let's get some friends, you say. Great idea, spaceship answers. You walk outside and spaceship transforms into its full-sized version. The back hatch opens and you climb aboard. You walk directly to the control panel and grab a hold of the steering wheel. As you gently pull back on the steering wheel and push forward on the throttle, the ship lifts up off the ground and begins floating up towards the sky. You begin flying to your various friends' houses. Now, not wanting to be super suspicious and just land a spaceship in front of your friends' houses, you decide to be a little more sly about the whole thing. Spaceship, you say. Transform into like a parent car, like a car that uh, looks like a, a parent's driving it. Understood, Spaceship says. Soon the ship begins to glow around you. It shrinks and shrinks and shrinks until it looks like an ordinary car that might be driven by any nondescript parent. Good job, you say. Now, uh, they can't see me driving this thing, so can you create a hologram of, like, a parent-looking person or something? Understood. One responsible-looking adult hologram coming up. Spaceship suddenly has a hologram appear in the driver's seat of a middle-aged woman who looks very responsible, very responsible indeed. You and Spaceship land the car onto the road and drive up to your friends' houses. One by one, you get out of the car, go to the door, and ask to see if your friends can come out and play. When the other adult looks out to see who's waiting in the car, Spaceship, uh, in the form of a hologram, waves to them and gives a really strange-looking smile. But it seems to work, and after a while you've picked up every single one of your friends who you want to bring with you. Alright everyone, are you ready for an even better adventure, you ask? Your friends cheer. Spaceship, do the transformy thing, you say. Spaceship suddenly jumps up off the road into the air and begins to glow. It stretches out around you and it begins to form itself back into the spaceship's size and shape. Only this time it seems even larger on the inside. There's extra couches and extra seats for your friends and even extra bedrooms. You blast off into the air, through the clouds, and then you pierce through the atmosphere before taking off to super hyperdrive towards the dinosaur planet. Now, yeah, I know what you're thinking. You could have taken the portal, but your friends don't get to ride in a spaceship very often, so you decide to give them the full tour. You fly through space for a long period of time, until you eventually come to the dinosaur planet. You drop out of super hyperdrive and you can see the planet sitting in front of you. 
You take the controls once again and carefully fly the ship down until you see the dinosaur base in the distance. Now, for those of you who haven't listened, the dinosaur base is a large base covered with laser fencing to keep it safe from dinosaurs. It has houses and buildings and even a dinosaur ranch inside of it full of dinosaurs that you can ride. You carefully fly the ship above the dinosaur base and land it in the clearing. The back hatch opens and you and all of your friends walk out. This way everyone, I want to show you the dinosaurs. Cool, they all say as you run over towards the dinosaur ranch. The dinosaur ranch is a large barn that leads to a huge set of open fields where all sorts of different dinosaurs, each one with a special control collar on, plays around and uh, eats really, really well. All of the dinosaurs in the dinosaur ranch seem to love living there because they're taken care of so well by spaceship's robots. You and each of your friends picks out a dinosaur that would be perfect for this job. A few take triceratops, some raptors, one of your friends even jumps on the T-Rex that's sort of in the far corner of the place. For you though, you decide to take Changer instead. Because why ride one dinosaur when you can ride any dinosaur you want? Changer, get over here, you say. Changer jumps down from the couch of the spaceship and runs outside. Why don't we start off as a uh, pterodactyl, you suggest. Changer begins to bubble and grow. His arms stretch out into wings. His head stretches into a beak. And before you know it, he is a pterodactyl, complete with a saddle on top. You jump aboard the pterodactyl, and Changer begins to flap its wings. He takes a little running start and jumps into the air. Soon you're soaring high above the dinosaur base, bobbing up and down. You watch as your friends, each riding their own dinosaur, open the gates to the dinosaur base and begin to make their way out. Your friends ride through the forests and swamps and along the trails that lead to the dinosaur rider village. You fly high above and keep a lookout for trouble. You can see herds of dinosaurs roaming in the area. You even notice a rather large herd of Triceratops nearby. That's kind of strange, you think to yourself. I've almost never seen that many Triceratops in one area before. Well, you don't think much of it and you continue to fly towards the dinosaur village. You land at the gate as your friends walk up to it, and the leader of the village comes to greet you. Now, again, for those of you who don't listen all the time, in a past episode, these people named you the bringer of dinosaurs because you're the one who brought dinosaur riding to their village in the first place and taught them how to catch and ride dinosaurs of their own. The warm greeting, however, is interrupted by a strange sight in the sky. One of the people from the dinosaur rider village yells and points up into the sky as you and your friends look up, there's strange balls of fire coming towards you. What are those, you and your friends say? I can't quite tell. Suddenly, one of them seems to drop straight out of the sky and slams down in front of you. You and all of your friends and the dinosaur riders who are nearby fly backwards and land on your bums. As the dust settles, you see in front of you a gigantic chocolate chip cookie. What is a chocolate chip cookie doing here, you wonder? And a huge chocolate chip cookie at that. Strangely, the two of your friends who are on the backs of Triceratops begin to get closer and closer to the cookie. The Triceratops seem to really like the smell. And then you can smell it too. The air around you smells exactly like 
chocolate chip cookies. The Triceratops dig into the cookie quickly. They begin devouring it faster than you thought would be possible for two Triceratops. And before long, most of the cookie's gone. Uh, what just happened, you ask? I do not know, but it seems there is a cluster of giant flying chocolate chip cookies heading straight for the planet. How is there a flying group of chocolate chip cookies, you ask? I do not know. However, as I have explained to you in the past, in an infinite universe with infinite possibilities, the chance of a giant chocolate chip cookie meteor flying towards a planet is the same as the chance for just about anything else. I don't know if you're calculating your odds appropriately on that one, but there's no time for that. There seems to be more giant cookies heading directly towards the village. What are we going to do? Just then, an idea hits you. Guys, I have an idea, you say. I saw a herd of Triceratops nearby, and they seem to love chocolate chip cookies. If anything can stop these things, I think it might be them. Spaceship, you say. Give all of my friends one of those watches that can transform into a spacesuit. Understood. Spaceship launches a series of watches up into the air, and one by one your friends grab them and put them around their wrists. When they press the button on them, a special suit of space armor folds out around them until they're all covered in a high-tech looking spacesuit. Now, you explain, these suits should come with a uh, control collar launcher built into the left arm. Just press the right button and it should pop out of your wrist. Now if you hit a dinosaur with one of the control collars, it'll calm down and listen to whatever you say. We need to get as many Triceratops here as possible, because for some reason or another, Triceratops seem to love chocolate chip cookies, and we have way too many chocolate chip cookies heading straight for us. Everybody understand? Your friends cheer in unison that they do understand. You all turn towards the giant group of Triceratops. Your friends ride their dinosaurs through the forest while you fly high above on Changer. Once you're above the group, you count down from five, four, three, two, one, you say as you jump off of the pterodactyl in the air. Changer, of course. You use the boosters on your spacesuit to slow your fall right above the Triceratops. You reach out your left hand as you lower yourself to the ground and you fire the control collar cannon. A control collar shoots out and hits one of the Triceratops that immediately seems very upset about it and then completely calm. You shoot as many as you can, catching as many Triceratops as you possibly can. Your friends do the same, riding beside them, and before long you have a small army of Triceratops all with control collars on them. You jump on top of one of them and you wave for the others to follow you. Your friends do the same. Each one of them jumps off the uh, dinosaur they were riding, except for the two who were riding Triceratops already because that would be redundant. And they head over and jump on the other Triceratops. You ride the herd of Triceratops towards the village. As you look up in the air, there's huge flaming cookies that are about to descend and hit it. Everybody spread out, try to protect as many buildings as you can. You and all of your friends split up and head in different directions, covering all areas of the dinosaur village. As the flaming cookies come down, one of them comes directly towards you. You turn your Triceratops to face it directly, and the Triceratops gets a hint of something in its nose. It sniffs the air, 
traces the scent to the chocolate chip cookie, and new determination appears on its eyes. It runs forward, jumps into the air higher than you were aware Triceratops could jump, and it snaps the cookie straight out of the sky, immediately begins eating it upon landing, and then begins looking around for other cookies. You watch around you as one by one, the Triceratops leap into the air, grabbing cookies out of the sky before they have a chance to land and cause damage to the dinosaur village. Somehow, the Triceratops seem to have a strange sense for tracking the cookies, and not even a single house was hit with one. You all meet up near the front of the Dino Rider village and climb off of your Triceratops. The leader of the village comes out to greet you. Well, thank you. You have saved us once again, bringer of dinosaurs, the leader says. Uh, it wasn't really a problem. Lucky these Triceratops were here. Maybe you should keep some more around just in case there's another cookie attack or whatever that was, you suggest. That is a good idea, the leader says. You give him all of the extra Triceratops that you've captured. You know the Dino Riders treat dinosaurs well, so it's a pretty good place for them to be. Then you look to your friends. Once again, you all jump on the back of the dinosaurs you came on, and Changer transforms back into a pterodactyl. You climb on its back once again and give him a little nudge with your feet. Changer runs forward, jumps into the air, and begins bobbing up and down as he flaps his wings and flies higher and higher into the sky. You circle around your friends as you make your way up until you're high enough to keep a lookout from above once again. You gently glide above the landscape, looking down at the dino world. And soon you come to the dinosaur base. Your friends re-enter and allow the dinosaurs to roam free in the dinosaur ranch area. You land Changer in the center of the dinosaur village and climb off. Well guys, we better get home. All of your parents are probably expecting you. You all climb aboard Spaceship once again. Spaceship lifts up into the air, then turns towards the little portal that leads back to Earth. The portal lights up, and Spaceship flies directly towards it. Just as it looks as if you're going to crash into the portal, Spaceship glows, changes its size to fit inside, and flies straight through the winding wormhole. You fly left, right, up, and down until you suddenly pop out the other side. Spaceship transforms itself into a car once again, and you let off your friends one by one, none of their parents suspecting a thing somehow. When you're done, you drive back to your house. Spaceship parks in the front, and you climb out of the car, head inside and back to your bedroom. It's been a long day and you're feeling pretty tired. You lay down in the bed, you close your eyes, and you begin to allow yourself to drift off to sleep. With each breath, you allow your muscles to relax. You let yourself sink down into your pillow and into your mattress and you just let go. Good night, everyone.